0: The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to, go to glow.fm savagepremium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Savage Nation podcast. Today we're focusing on the homeless problem in America, which is a festering cancer that could have been solved a long time ago, I said move them into the mental hospitals. And of course, the politicians say we owe them a house. We're also going to talk about America's dependence on China for medicine. Some of this material appeared in an earlier podcast last year. But let me begin with the headlines that screamed at us. Passengers do nothing as woman is raped on Philadelphia train, cops say. Really? That's the whole headline? Who was the man? Then it came out two days later. Man accused of raping woman on Philadelphia train for more than 30 minutes as passengers filmed it is an illegal Congolese immigrant with sex abuse and drugs rap sheet who should have been deported in 2015. Thank you, liberals. You raped the woman. He didn't. This piece of human trash overstayed his student visa. And was not deported even after criminal convictions that's because you people are so sick you liberals are mentally ill alleged rapist Fiston Nagoy has been present in the US illegally since 2015 the alleged culprit has been living in the US since 2015 Fiston Nagoy, 25 was arrested in the horrifying attack on board a southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority train near the suburb of Upper Derby the shocking part was that as many as 10 bystanders on the train did nothing but pull out their phones to film as the Congolese immigrants sexually assaulted the stranger shortly after 9.15 p.m., blah, 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 when an off-duty transit worker eventually called 9-11. Mm-hmm. So people are saying, how could they sit there and not stop him? You can thank the filthy, dirty lawyers in America for that. Everyone's afraid of intervening for fear that they'll be arrested for trying to stop a rape. Thank the lawyers for that, the liberal scum in America. Read Shakespeare about what he wrote about what to do with the lawyers. So now they're saying, should they arrest the witnesses who did nothing? Are you listening to this? Surveillance video, which police have not released, shows him forcing himself on her as she pushed him away multiple times for over 30 minutes until he is seen ripping off her pants around 9.52 p.m. Upper Derby Police Superintendent Timothy Bernard said that while there were multiple people on the train... It was ultimately an off-duty employee who made the call to 9-11, which allowed officers to arrest Nagoy. Gee, I'm shocked that the police were allowed to arrest him. Bernard said officers responded within three minutes following the lone 9-11 call, which came when the employees saw Nagoy forcefully pulling off the victim's clothes. The train made 27 stops on SEPTA's busiest route in the time Nagoy assaulted the woman.
2: There were people witnessing the act, with phones in their hands. People were holding their phone up in the direction of um, this woman being attacked.
0: Mm, How do you like that? Meanwhile, a new report, not seen in your local newspaper, revealed that Nagoy, who gave his address as a Philadelphia-based homeless shelter, homeless shelter, you want me to get started on homeless shelters? Homeless shelter, the Broad Street Ministry, how much are they making off the homeless? Do you have any idea what a racket the homeless business is? Do you know how much money is made on homeless shelters and homeless services? Do you understand it's a mafia and a business? He's a Congolese national present in the U.S. illegally. He entered the U.S. on a student visa in 2012, but remained after the visa was terminated in 2015 and was protected from deportation by the immigration system, despite numerous convictions as recent as this may. He had multiple arrests dating back to 2015 And two misdemeanor convictions, one for controlled substances and one for sexual abuse. Well, to most liberals, those are not crimes. He pled guilty to the sex charge in 2017 in Washington, D.C., sentenced to 120 days in jail, placed in immigration detention in January 2018, but not deported because an immigration judge who should be deported himself granted him a withholding of removal in March of 2019 after a so-called appeals board found that a sex crime was not a serious crime that made him eligible for removal. The lawyers, the appeals boards, the DAs, those are your problems. And so today we're going to talk about my solution for the homeless. Move them all into mental hospitals. We do not owe them a house. And America's dependence on China for Medicine, which came from an earlier interview with a great woman and award-winning author Rosemary Gibson, we talked about this a while ago, but remember this, this is something that you have to remember before you listen. Not only that the man accused of raping the woman, not only the people got up and did nothing out of fear that they themselves would be arrested or beaten by this homeless piece of trash. But the fact is, is that we need to reopen the mental hospitals. And I want to talk about that for a few seconds here. Everyone says that it was Ronald Reagan who closed the mental hospitals in California. He was the first one to do it. Now, while that is technically true, it is factually false. It was Edmund Pat Brown, the ex-governor, Jerry Brown's father, who actually passed the law releasing people from mental hospitals, saying mental hospitals were cruel and inhuman punishment, and that people should be allowed on the streets and to be taken care of in their own homes, Or in care centers. And then when Ronald Reagan became governor, he was required to enact the law that had been passed by the Democrat, Edmund Pat Brown. Liberalism is a mental disorder. They have destroyed America and the world. Now let's listen on the Savage Nation podcast.
1: Michael Savage, a host like no other.
0: You know, I got to tell you this. The bystanders who were filming on their iPhones, the Philadelphia rape on their phones and not doing anything to help upset many, many people as normal people would be upset by it. Earlier this week, I made an appearance on Newsmax TV to talk about the loss of true men in America. And you're probably going to be surprised by what I have to say.
3: Well, joining me now is Savage Nation radio and podcast host, Michael Savage. Dr. Savage, it is great to have you on the program. Thanks for joining me again.
0: You did a good job in that video. I didn't know you were such a macho man from Texas. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, look, I don't want to be a macho man. I just want to do
0: what's right, Dr. Savage. No, no, and there's fewer and fewer
3: people willing to do that.
0: This is not really new, though, Grant. I remember in the 60s, it was a famous case of Kitty Genovese in Kew Gardens, New York. She was being beaten in the streets. People heard her. They put, put heads out of the apartment. Screamed for a good long time. Then the guy killed her and ran away and no one came out. It was a big scandal in New York in the 60s. And it's a sad reflection of a few things. Number one, liberalism is a mental disorder, but mainly it's the lawyers. The lawyers have absolutely intimidated everyone in this country. You step in and you get arrested or beaten by the violent bum. And never forget, these violent street people are much tougher than most ordinary people. I was taught that many years ago through an incident that I went through, and a doctor afterwards said to me, never never forget this, Michael, they live in the streets. They're much stronger than we are. So they're very strong. They're high on drugs. The solution is to reopen the mental hospitals and give them the care that they need. This is a long and detailed answer to the problem. Reopen the mental hospitals. Take the bums off the street and give them the care that they need. There is no other solution. You're not going to rein in the you liberal know, lawyers. They're, already, they're, they're out of control. The lawyers have, have intimidated everybody. They have. Um,
3: I said we have a shortage of real men in, in this nation. I do believe we're raising a generation of pansies with the participation trophies and everybody did a great job when they stink. If I hear one more parent say nice hit at a baseball game when they're popped Just, out <laughs> the first, you know, I mean, this is what's happening. How do we change that, Dr. Savage?
0: It's a sad reflection of overly lenient, indulgent parents. Do you have that story of the Oberlin boy who got offended? Because, what is it, cis men installed his radiator, cisgender man. Did you see that story? A guy at Oberlin, a kid. I didn't. They There's a student uh, I, at Oberlin, $80,000 a year college. He was offended that cis men, whatever that is, I guess that's regular men, were installing a radiator in his room. And he lives in a, in a housing development just for trans men and women. And he wanted to not have the radiator installed because there were cis men installing the radiator. And he complained about it. So what is this a reflection of? Overly lenient, indulgent parents who should have told the children when they were young, you're not the center of the universe. Other people also have feelings. This is not how the real world works, child. You feel unsafe around cis men? What kind of insanity is this? Perhaps they should reject the veggie burgers Uh, because the lettuce was picked by very rough cis male Mexican farm workers.
3: Well, it's it's clearly too much soy in uh, in society right now. And this is what's happening with the beta males we're seeing. I got some other piece of advice for you. I went to Denison University in Ohio. We played Oberlin College and we steamrolled them every time. If you want to raise real men, don't send them to Oberlin College. (laughs) Uh Doctor. But I want to give you the last word here your message to society right now on this issue.
0: John Wayne is dead. <laughs> That's my last word. But no, come on Grant, let's what? be real. There are a lot of men out there see things going on, their blood's their blood boils and they do a quick calculation. I get involved, either I go to jail, I get sued or I get beaten by the violent bum on drugs. We need more police. The police need to have the handcuffs taken off their hands. They are the wolf yep. hounds that are out there to protect us from the wolves. The homeless are not these innocent victims. They are mainly wolves on drugs. Let's yep. start with that. And we need more wolf hounds well, called police. And we need to take the handcuffs off the police. Reopen the mental hospitals. Let me give them the care that they need, Grant. Let me leave you with this. I pride myself
3: on being a sheep dog. A sheep dog looks over the flock to protect them from the wolves. Um, We need more sheepdogs out there, too. And those are just everyday citizens. Dr. Michael Savage, always great to see you, my friend. Thank you for coming on tonight. Thanks for having me. It's a great show. Bye now. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Coming from you, that means an awful lot to me.
1: The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand.
0: We talked about the homeless problem before and my solutions. And I want to replay parts of my podcast from February 2020. Which we discussed the homeless problem in great detail, as well as our dependence on medicine being imported from China. I talked about that with an expert long before it became a big news item. It is now a bigger item than it was then, and that is why I am replaying it for you today on the Savage Nation podcast. Thank you.
2: Healthcare and housing can no longer be divorced. After all, what's more fundamental to a person's well being than a roof over their head? Doctors, doctors should be able to write prescriptions for housing the same way they do for insulin and antibiotics. Why not? That's, and that's the aim of Cali, transforming our medical system as we know it, and we backed it up with a $695 million budget request to make it real this year.
0: Just when you thought it couldn't get crazier, just when you thought Bernie was as far left as you could ever see on the American political stage, you wake up and it gets worse. There's the governor of California saying that doctors should be able to prescribe housing like medication, as though he owed them a 3-2 in the suburbs. Take a filthy, crack-addicted vermin in the street and give him a three-bedroom, two-bath house in the suburbs, eh, Gavin? How's that going to work? Who's going to take care of them in that house, Gavin? Well, I see you're going to give them the crack, crack pipe, the matches, and then you're going to provide care for them in their house, Gavin, and who's paying for that? You know, there comes a point when the insanity reaches such a level that the people have to speak out. And I'm going to speak out once again, and I'm going to say once and for all what I think needs to be done with the homeless situation in the United States of America. And that is reopen and build new state-run mental hospitals. Because without civility, there is no civil society. Forcibly remove them from the streets, burn their tents, put them into mental hospitals. If they can't take care of themselves, a civil society must take care of them. You don't ask a crazy person what they'd like for breakfast as they're trying to hit you with an axe in the head. You know, they have a thing called uh, navigation centers in the sick city of San Francisco where they put homeless bums drug addicts, violent criminals hiding in the homeless population in communities with people trying to go to work, make a living, rent an apartment. One of them stabbed two women in the back last week on the Embarcadero in San Francisco. It was hushed up immediately by the vermin who run the newspapers. The same day the vermin who run the newspapers hushed up the fact that Kate Steinle's killer, the illegal alien who had been deported numerous times, just walked from both charges, not only killing her, was thrown out but using a gun that was stolen was thrown out they took a long-haired psychopathic left-wing trotskyite lawyer from broadway in san francisco who shopped it to an equally sick judge and kate steinley's killer walked away smiling in san francisco so far left california has just gotten crazier and he uh, now is proposing a 700 million dollar budget request for housing for legal aliens. Now, if you read it carefully, as I have done, Newsom goes on to say the effectiveness of all of this hinges on an individual. Well, why don't you play sound bite number two? Let the people hear themselves.
2: In order to get the job done, we've got to match this new money with a new legal obligation to address the crisis head on, requiring that any new funding isn't replacing existing spending, but creating new solutions. Ah. Some have recommended a legal right to shelter. Right on. I know it's a provocative idea. Which right on. All power state to, to the people. To the limits of what local governments can be compelled to do. But right now, Florida, to do? I believe must be about bringing governments together as working partners, not sparring partners in a court of law.
0: Well, what does that mean, Gavin? What does that mean? You're not going to force the counties to take care of bums all over the state? You're not going to take people and force them to fund housing for bums? He goes on now and demands that Trump help him solve the problem in California. Listen to O3.
2: Now, look, I'm not naive. Not one city, not one county, not even one state can shoulder this responsibility alone. This is a national crisis. Oh, I see. Federal decision making contributed to this moment. No, no, no. Federal government has an obligation to match its rhetoric with specific constructive, no, and deliverable results. California has and will continue to extend its hand of partnership to Washington, seeking to jointly address this issue. Honestly, this partnership should be a given.
0: You mean we should give more money, more federal money should go to California, which already has 50% of all of the filthy bums in the whole country? Why do you think California is a magnet for the sickest and most drug addicted in the nation? Why, if you put honey out, What is attracted to the honey mound? Ants. If you put out social services, if you give out free needles, if you don't arrest psychotic bums in the streets, where do you think they're going to go, Gavin? When are you going to wake up and understand that tough love is the only thing that really works with some people? Well, he'll never wake up. In fact, he is to the left of Bernie Sanders. So I'm going to ask the people listening to this show across America and in California, Should states force so-called homeless people into state-run mental hospitals? Without civility, there is no civil society. Is that a radical idea? Is it a radical idea to give the police the power to take first the violent ones off the streets against their will, arrest them, and bring them to facilities where they can get the care that they desperately are screaming for? Tell me what's wrong with that. Can anyone tell me the tragedy of taking the bums off the streets? We have a crisis in California and in America. The Democrat-controlled state of California, the one-party system, has now made California the number one homeless magnet in the country. While the rest of the country experienced a combined decrease in homelessness in 2019, significant increases... In homelessness in California, particularly California and Oregon, two of the most psychotically liberal states in the world, uh, caused an increase in homelessness of a great amount, HUD said in a statement. Twenty-nine states in the District of Columbia reported declines in homelessness between eighteen and twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, while twenty-one states reported increases in the number of persons experiencing homelessness. Now, to me, the mis there's a misnomer here the word homeless. That's an invention of the Marxist left. That implies that everyone on Earth is entitled to a home. No, you're not entitled to a home. Uh, I'm a real believer in a state or a federal government taking care of the needy, but not those who purposely destroy their will to live and their ability to take care of themselves. You shoot up drugs, you use drugs, and you want me to wipe your behind for you and give you a house, are you joking? Have you seen what these bums do to houses that they are given? I'm a former social worker. I see what they do. I know what they do. They're driving most of the small businesses out of the city of San Francisco, which, by the way, is what the big business orientation oriented people want in in San Francisco. They don't want local businesses. They, They don't want the local businesses there. They want to drive the local restaurants out. The local storekeepers are being driven out. Do you know that bums go into grocery stores and restaurants and take what they want and the police can't arrest them because of Gavin Newsom's weak laws? Do you know that? Does he not understand what he's talking about? And now he has the nerve to reach out and say Washington should be his partner in giving more money to this nonsense. Have you been in the streets of San Francisco? Let's listen to clip five and you'll hear what's really going on as it seeps out of Mr. Newsom's. A speech in 05
2: and there's nothing just there's nothing just as well about sidewalks and street corners that aren't safe and clean for everybody thank you the problem has persisted for decades oh, caused by massive father. failures in our mental health system disinvestment in our social safety net oh that's Exacerbated harsh. by widening income inequality oh, stop it i can't calip- listen
0: to this lib- liberal garbage We didn't disinvest in our social safety nets. We threw hundreds of billions of dollars at it, most of which were stolen by politicians like uh, the Democrats running California. Stolen. 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 Don't talk about failures in our mental health system. Don't talk about income inequality. That means nothing. Tell that to the guy working three jobs. How come you don't see too many illegal aliens living in the gutter? How come you almost never see illegal immigrants living in the gutter? Why? Because they work their hearts out. They have pride. They have self-respect. I don't know when I've last seen a Mexican in the gutter or someone from El Salvador or Guatemala. I don't see them in the gutter. Most of them work two, three jobs. These are wastrels. These are the leftovers of society. These are the extras on life's stage. These are the people who are wrecking our cities and destroying our will to even go to a city. And it's time somebody stood up to this homeless garbage and stood up to the homeless lobbyists who are frontmen for the gangsters making fortunes off the so-called homeless problem and say it is time to reopen mental hospitals, time to build new ones and against their will take them off the streets remove those disgusting typhus ridden tent cities because eventually we're going to have the plague recur in this country it's already happened in la by the way if you study the history of the black plague you'll understand what happened when the fleas on the rats started to jump off the rats onto people and spread the typhus bacillus and then you'll understand what is happening in this country but it's not going to change until one of these Politburo members is either hurt by a bum or one of his family members God forbid is hurt by a bum Stabbed in the back with a screwdriver or shot like Kate Steinley in the head and then see the bum walk out laughing from the courtroom Only when one of the members of the uh, Politburo are affected by these bums directly will you see a change but that's unlikely to happen because they live in gated communities they ride around in bulletproof limousines. They have bodyguards and they tell you how to live and they'll give you more money. I'm having to ask you again. I'm asking you again. If you put honey out in a field, won't you attract the ants? So Newsom has increased the honey in the state of California. Free needles for the junkies. Uh, I can go down the list. There's even more than free needles. You want to hear another one? You really, really want to get your, your blood boiling? Listen to clip seven. Listen to this one.
2: In the working parent, in the working parent with more money in her pocket, thanks to expanded paid family leave. Right on. A thousand dollar family tax credit and and lower costs due to tax free diapers and tampons.
0: No condoms, Gavin. You know, he's very mean. You know, I think Gavin is a very mean guy. He's only giving out tax-free diapers and tampons. Why not tax-free condoms? I mean, I don't understand why you people aren't rising up that the governor is only giving out tax-free diapers and tampons and not tax-free condoms. Don't you see how mean-spirited and Republican he is? It's time to put in a real progressive in the state. Someone to the left of Gavin Newsom, like Leon Trotsky's grandson. You know, last night I was watching... Uh, A show on Netflix. I can't stand the programming by and large. It's violent. I just it's reached a point of boredom. But they they brought in a Russian produced uh, show, not a documentary on Trotsky. That's unbelievable. It's a series from Russia in the Russian language. Thank God with English subtitles. I say thank God because I like all foreign language programs to be in the foreign language. And I'd rather read the subtitles and listen to the original actors The guy who plays Trotsky is very compelling. And I tweeted that Bernie Sanders is a classic Trotskyite. People say Marxist. They don't quite understand that he's not. That's easy. That's communism 101. No, he's not a Marxist. He's far worse than Karl Marx. He is a Trotskyite. And uh, I recommend you study what that means. Uh, The Trotskyite Sanders has three homes. You can see them on my uh, Twitter feed, which is at Michael Savage, by the way, we went up 30,000 new followers in just two or three days. Remember, many people have much, many more followers than I because they buy their followers. No matter what they'll tell you, they bought followers. They've been hammering the followers. I decided to ask you to join Twitter so you could follow me. We got 30,000 followers in just a few days, new ones in just a few days. But I uh, posted this last night and I got a lot of people responding. I said, Democratic Socialist? There is no such thing. They are communists. Read the history of the Soviet communist movement. These are all enemies of the people. Men died in Korea and Vietnam to stop communism. Now we have Bernie, the naked Trotskyite light, running for the presidency. Only in America, the land of the free and the home of the brave.
1: The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Healthcare and
2: housing can no longer be divorced. After all, what's more fundamental to a person's well-being than a roof over their head? Doctors! Doctors should be able to write prescriptions for housing the same way they do for (laughs) insulin and antibiotics.
0: You hear the Politburo members clapping. They run, They work in the state of California. The Politburo members clap. Who's going to pay for it, Gavin? Me? How many people do you want to leave the state? How many people want to leave the state? No, the answer to the housing crisis is reopen Napa State Mental Hospital and start by putting in all of the board of supervisors in San Francisco and the mayor, give them the medical care that they need, then all the members of the Democrat Party in Sacramento should be forcibly put into the mental hospitals and forced to watch movies about what happened in the Soviet Union and put on medication until they come out as human beings, functional human beings, uh, not psychotics, who believe that taxing everyone to death is the solution. Here we have a psychotic. No, he's actually not psychotic. He's just a con man, Bernie Sanders, a naked Trotskyite, and a revolutionary who said at the debate, that he wants minimum wage to be $15 an hour. Sounds reasonable. 15 an hour, 40 hour a week, $600 a week, 52 weeks a year is 31200 But Bernie said he wants free health care for all. When he was asked how he'd pay for it, he said we'll raise taxes to 52% on anybody making over 29000 a year. So if you make um, a certain amount of money, which is you make a certain amount of money, your minimum wage right now is seven twenty-five an hour. With Bernie's minimum wage raise and free health care and the taxes he wants to bring to the puzzle, you'll be making less money than you are now. Because even if you just make that amount of money that I said to you, you're going to make less money under Bernie Sanders. Do you understand these crackpots don't even understand the basics of Economics 101? You have to ask yourself how men like Bernie Sanders, who would have been considered a seditious enemy of the state, Not that long ago. Remember, men died in Vietnam and Korea to stop communism from spreading in those nations. And now we have a naked Trotskyite running for the presidency. And because of the complicit vermin and uneducated adults in the media, people don't even know what he's espousing. He's espousing naked communism. There is no such thing as democratic socialism. It derives from the Communist Party of Russia. They had a social democrat wing of the party prior to the violent revolution of 1917, after which they claimed it to be the Communist Party. And Trotsky, the intellectual of them, was put in charge of the military wing of the Communist Party and oversaw the killing of millions of fellow Russians. Millions of fellow Russians were killed by them uh, for being c- counter revolutionaries. If you listen to the hateful mouth, of occasional Cortex one of the most racist people I've ever seen speak in Congress Her hatred for white people literally pours off her ruby-colored lips then you have the ungrateful Elon Omar who should be deported to Somalia for marrying her brother and conning America with her hatred We need to bring back the Sedition Act. We need to bring back UAC. It's not gonna happen. But what could happen is the people who have been assaulted in liberal cities like New York, San Francisco, wherever the bums have been permitted to proliferate, women are being assaulted on a daily basis by these violent thugs. Two were stabbed in the back with screwdrivers just two weeks ago in San Francisco by a bum who was living in a some kind of navigation center on the on the waterfront that the stupid idiots uh, created in San Francisco. He ran around with a screwdriver stabbing women in the back. How can the police do their job when they know who these people are even before they attack and they can't drag them off the streets and throw them into a lockdown mental facility? Now, there is a solution instead of wasting billions of dollars, which is stolen by the politicians, by the way, doesn't even reach the bums. You build and you reopen, you freshen up the state mental hospitals. We have a few in the state. And uh, you take them off the streets against their will and or you offer them some kind of menial job, either working in the fields at a minimum wage, so like the illegal aliens do. If they're incapable of it, you give them some other menial job sweeping the street. I don't care what it is. But you don't let them sit around smoking crack or meth and uh, tell them that they're the downtrodden victims of an evil racist society. But again, let me get back to the economics of Bernie for one minute, because I may have not made it as clear as I wanted to. Sanders wants a minimum wage of 15 an hour. That's uh, 15 an hour, 40 hour a week is 600 a week times 52 weeks a year is 31,200 a year. That's the minimum wage he wants people to make in America. Then he wants free health care for all like they have in, in Mother Cuba. When asked how to pay for it, he said, I'll raise taxes to 52% of the gross on anybody making over 29000 a year. So let's say uh, 52% of 31200 is $16,000 in taxes, right? So take the 16000 off the 31000 and it leaves your after-tax pay of 14976 If you divide it by 52 weeks, it's $288 a week. Divided by a 40-hour week is $7.20 an hour. The minimum wage right now is seven and a quarter an hour. With Trotsky-eyed Bernie's minimum wage rise and free health care, you'll actually be making less money than you are right now. This is basic economics 101, something the bartender never studied and something that Bernie the con man apparently never studied. Now, then you get the, to the level of people who are much smarter than Bernie and a little less uh, uh, ugly than him. Movie star handsome like Gavin Newsom who comes up with a crackpot idea that doctors should be able to write prescriptions. Who came up with this one? For housing, the same way they do for insulin and antibiotics. Well, sure, the doctors should do it. If the doctor wants to provide the housing, let the left-wing doctor go ahead and do it. I've seen what happened in science over these last 10 years. I've seen once prestigious medical journals like the New England Journal of Medicine turned into trash. Left-wing podiums for left-wing trash, attacking guns, attacking homelessness as though they're medical problems when they're not medical problems whatsoever. There is a solution. Reopen the mental hospitals. Take them off the streets against their will. Clean the streets up. Sanitize the streets with chlorine. You cannot let this go on much longer. You will have a typhus outbreak in the United States of America in these streets. You're having people beaten up, murdered, stabbed by these bums. It's happening in New York, San Francisco. Every large population center but the worst of all is California. And Newsom wants to be president. And he thinks the way to the presidency is to go to the left of Bernie. If you have a Trotskyite like Bernie running, what would that make him? Who, who does he have to become now to get attention in, in, in America? He has to go to the left of Bernie Sanders? Okay, so here's another story for you. There's a lot of other stories. The uh, stories that you may be interested in and are not related to this Uh Let's see, which one might you like? Let's go to my website because I saw one that's very alarming because I think we're getting a two-buck chuck here uh, on the illegal immigration thing. We're not getting real quality wine. I think we're getting two-buck chuck being sold in an expensive package. Oh, here's the headline. Trump to double H2B guest workers for big tech. Sorry I had to say it to you, uh, but then again, I haven't gotten the Presidential Medal of Freedom. So I'm still free to uh, speak about the president. (laughs) That's a good play on words. I haven't yet gotten the Presidential Medal of Freedom, so I'm free to talk about the president. uh, Just as some websites are still free to publish full articles about the presidency. And he should thank us for being free thinkers. Now You're telling me that the Department of Homeland Security under Trump is going to double H2B guest workers, double the number allowed to come in? They're going to allow more than 100,000 so-called seasonal guest workers This year, an increase of 45,000. That's part of the H2 visa program. Do you understand what this means? They're not working in the fields. They're coming from India and they're coming to work in the tech industry to drive American workers out so that the greedy pigs of Silicon Valley can have even more billions of dollars and not pay taxes. Can you believe this? Most of the extra Workers for 2020 will come from a pool of people already qualified to be part of the H2B visa program. H2B visa program. Those are the Google workers. Those are the uh, Silicon Valley workers. And this is what's going on during a Republican administration that is no different than if it was being run by the the, the reviled Mitt Romney. In other words, if Mitt Romney said, I'm going to double the H2B guest worker program from 45000 to 100000 what would you be saying? You'd be screaming bloody murder that Mitt Romney's a big government guy, he's sold out, he's not a fiscal conservative, he's shafting the American worker, he's driving wages down. But if you don't see it, it's happening anyway. And that's my job. It's not, it's not easy for me to report the full news because it steps on the toes of those who don't want to hear the full news. They want to hear half the news. And, of course, we know he's better than the Marxists, right? We know he's better than the right, 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 right. Okay, I get it. We get it all. We get it all. We get it all. What are the other topics? Coronavirus. Interested in that? Likely caused by illegal pangolin, pangolin trade study shows. From the Jerusalem Post, I search that every night. It's one of the main sites I go to because it doesn't have those damn you know ad blockers. I can't get on half the sites. eliminate your ad blocker, sign up for this, get emails in your toilet bowl. So I don't go on those sites anymore. So I go to the Jerusalem Post. Researchers in South China Agricultural University believe the pangolin may have spread the deadly coronavirus to humans. They didn't spread it. It's the Chinese who eat everything on Earth, devour everything. They eat dogs. They keep dogs in cages and beat them to death, starve them, and then cook them in pots while they're still living. Do you have any idea how violent and vicious the Chinese peasant is when it comes to animals? Do you know what they do to bears? Do you know what they do to dogs? Oh, I'm sorry. I know they're an advanced Tai Chi society. They're more superior than the Anglo world, according to the protocols of the elders of of socialism. And, And speaking of that, by the way, isn't it interesting that the left is now saying Russia's interfering in our elections again, just when they failed at everything else? Here comes Putin as the enemy. Have you asked yourself why the vermin in the media will continue to vilify Putin and never vilify Xi of China? Can you can you put the pieces together? China is an outright communist dictatorship. When have you last seen a negative article or a negative statement by the idiots in on the left, in the media, whether it's the New York Times... Or CNN or MSNBC, all the know nothings. Why do they continue to vilify Putin and rarely, if ever, do they vilify Z of China? Answer Putin is a white male. Putin is a Caucasian white male. He meets all of the uh, prerequisites for the left to hate. Z, of course, is Asian. You can't hate an Asian because if you hate an Asian in the media, you're considered a racist. But if you hate a uh, a Caucasian, why, that's okay. It's open season on whites to the vermin in the media. Now, if you think it's easy for me to say this to you, you're crazy. It's ugly. It sickens me to have to report how sick the Jake Tappers are in the news media. It sickens me to think that the corporations that own these, these news pa- puppets pay them 7 to $12 million a year. To destroy America. It sickens me that AT&T, which owns these puppets, doesn't rein them in and slap them around and threaten to take their salaries away unless they start acting like Americans instead of like propagandists. But I only run my own radio show. That's all I can do. I can't save the world. I can only save the truth one topic at a time. That's all I can do. It became too big a burden for me to try to save the world every day on this show. And something happened to me as a result after 25 years. And I don't want it to happen again. I can only save the truth one story at a time. And when I return, I will do so right here on The Savage Nation.
1: Home of Borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation.
4: I hear all this, you know, well, this is class warfare, this is whatever. No. There is nobody in this country who got rich on his own. Nobody. Nobody. You built a factory out there. Are you listening Good for to this you, shrike, to communist? clear. You moved your goods to market on the roads the rest of us paid for.
0: Here is a low-life went You life
4: hired workers the rest of us paid to Shut it Shut up! You
0: no, pl- uh, you got to listen to this. factory,
4: because of police forces and fire forces that the rest of us paid for.
0: Are you listening to this communist shrike? Nobody in this country got rich on his own. Do you understand this is naked Bolshevism? Do you understand it's the same exact rhetoric that was used by Joseph Stalin? How many times do I have to explain to the dummies out there what this leads to? It leads to the murder of millions of people. Elizabeth Warren is no different than Bernie Sanders. Another one who never created a job or a service that anyone ever needed. A dumb college girl, a dumb, stupid college teacher trying to get away with the same bullying that she used her whole life in colleges, thinking that she could just bulldoze people into submission with her lies. Stalin was in Russia, autocratic communist leader, but Russia was still producing food for the people of Russia. Then Stalin decided that he wanted to take over food production. He didn't just do it uh, in a cavalier fashion. He started a propaganda campaign similar to that of Elizabeth Warren by vilifying the farmers of Russia, calling them kulaks, which is a derogatory statement, calling them profiteers. In Russian, it's a loose translation. Kulak means profiteer. The Elizabeth Warren of the Soviet Union, Stalin, then sent the occasional cortexes and their boyfriends from Moscow, the city dwellers, out to the farms They threw the farmers out into the snow, taking their mattresses and shoes, and then they ran the farms, and 60 million Russians died within the next decade. I know history. I'm educated, highly educated, more than highly educated, probably the most highly educated man in the history of the American media. Two master's degrees, one of which was published in a Harvard journal. Then a Ph.D., which was published as a book, Most PhDs are garbage and trash. People just go through them. I earned my PhD in 2.3, 2.7 years, meaning two years, seven months. I earned my PhD after my master's degrees, which was probably a record at UC Berkeley at the time. And it wasn't a fluff degree. It was published as a book. I'm very well educated and I approach all of these political stories the same way I would approach an article I'm reading in a medical journal or a science journal to me. If you don't know history and you want to comment on what's going on, you really have to understand history before you can comment. Sanders is a Trotskyite light. Never mind his nonsense lie, the con man that he's democratic socialist. There is no such thing. It's an invention. It's a construct. Again, you have to study the the Russian Revolution of 1917, which I've been studying since I'm 18 years old. Uh, in order to understand who Sanders is, then you have to know who Alexander the first second and third were. Then you have to know who Felix Dzerzhinsky was and the Bolshevik Party Then you should study Alexander Kerensky and Vladimir Ilyich Ilyanov known as Lenin and Then Nicholas the first Nicholas the second then uh, know who Rasputin was or Rasputin Rasputin then study who Joseph Zugashvili was known to you as Joseph Stalin, which means steel, uh, a made-up name. His name was Joseph Zugashvili, a Bolshevik leader, who then took over uh, Russia. Even though he was a member of an ethnic minority from the Central Asian region of Georgia, uh, he was an effective ambassador picked by Lenin because he thought he could unite the ethnic minorities within the former Russian Empire. And after the uh, revolution, Stalin became more powerful and eventually succeeded Lenin. And upon Lenin's death, he took over the Russian Revolution in 1924. And then, of course, you have to come to Leon Trotsky, who was born Leon Bronstein. I bet you didn't know Trotsky's real name was Bronstein, did you? Oh, yeah. He has descendants here in America, one of whom once ran the newspaper here. Uh, Leon Trotsky, a.k.a. Leon Bronstein, was one of the most evil people in the history of the world after the revolution he headed the revolutionary military committee which provided the military muscle for the october revolution he killed millions of fellow russians both those who were communists who posed a threat to him and and, and others and those who opposed the communists were were more were slaughtered now you know many of you are under the misimpression that, you, you know, you watch shows like Narcos, Mexico. And I asked a friend of mine who's a combat veteran from Vietnam who's been in combat, still has shrapnel in his body. And I asked him, how did the Mexicans become so violent that they could wipe out a whole family, kill children, infants? And he said, Michael, it's not limited to the Mexicans. He said, the Russians did and do the same thing. And, you know, when you look at the Russian Revolution, you realize they did the same exact thing. To people how many did the Chinese kill the ones that uh, Jake Tapper is treading ever so lightly around do you know that the Chinese buried buried alive uh, female babies they buried them in sand while they were still breathing did you know that alongside the others during the so-called cultural revolution they were burying girl babies in China I know it sounds like it can't be true I know those of you who break a hangnail here and blame it on Trump. I know those of you who think you're living in fascism. You're just stupid children. If there was real fascism, you wouldn't be here. You'd be rounded up and put into an internment camp. There is no fascism in America. The only fascism is on the horizon. It's in the form of Bernie Sanders, Occasional Cortex, Elizabeth Warren, and the other left-wing fanatics. They are the fascists in the wings, Luckily for us, America is a centrist right nation. It has been for a long time. And uh, they will not get uh, past the starting gate of the actual election. And now you have others waiting in the wings like Gavin Newsom, who said doctors should be able to write prescriptions for housing like they do for medicines. He wants to go to the left of Bernie Sanders. Can you believe this? And then you have Elizabeth Warren, who had the nerve to say nobody in this country got rich on, on their own. Remember who she is. She's nothing but a nutcase college teacher who has gotten away with murder her whole life by threatening students if they stood up to her. I want you to listen to the whole soundbite now, I won't cut her off. I got so angry last hour. Listen to clip 18, please.
4: I hear all this, you know, well, this is class warfare, this is whatever. No, there is nobody in this country who got rich on his own, nobody. You built a factory out there. You hear the Good for you, but I want to be clear. You moved your goods, goods. to market on the market. roads. The rest of us paid for. Yep. You paid. You for hired them? workers. The rest of us paid to educate. You uh, were safe in your factory because Listen of police forces and fire forces Listen that to the this. rest of us paid for.
0: Paid? Are you listening to this psychopath? Do you understand what she's saying that anyone who made uh, uh, made themselves rich in this country stole it from somebody the same way Stalin called the farmers kulaks. And then he went and had the Elizabeth Warren's the uh, same way it was done in Cambodia, the Khmer Rouge, mainly youth, 14 years old, like the type that killed Theresa Majors, that poor little girl in New York. He took the 13 and 14 year olds, both in Russia And in Cambodia, the same thing that's going on here in the streets. They literally deputized the violent street thugs, 13, 14, 15 years old. They deputized them and unleashed them on the middle class. You say it can't happen here. You say it's paranoid. That's because you don't know history. None of them promised that they would uh, achieve this equality through violence. They all said it would be done through fairness the same way elizabeth warren is saying listen to her in clip 19 now
4: you didn't have to worry that marauding bands would come and seize everything at your factory and hire someone to protect against this because of the work the rest of us did now look you built a factory and it turned into something terrific or a great idea god bless keep a big hunk of it listen but part of the underlying social contract is you take a hunk of that and pay forward for the next kid who comes along.
0: Listen, you listen, you dirty witch, you. Do you think a factory owner doesn't pay taxes, you filthy witch, you? you I don't understand how anyone can listen to this woman and not demand she be thrown into prison for inciting violence against uh, the builders of this nation. I don't understand why they're so silent. Why is there such silence from business people in this country? What happened to the cojones of the men of this nation that they don't jeer her off the stage? How in the world can we let these communists get away with such lies? Well, I can do what I can do on this radio show. That's all I can do. Again, it's vilifying the successful, saying that they took it from someone. As if you get the success without paying taxes. I know some very wealthy people. And they've been taxed to death. I know people worth hundreds of millions of dollars. I even know billionaires. If you ever knew how much taxes they've paid, yet they still have the hundreds of millions of billions, your hair would stand up. And where, does those ta- where do those taxes go? They go into the hands of the corrupt politicians in America. They go up the noses of the junkies in the streets. They go into the veins of the junkies in the streets. That's where the taxes go. I'm an immigrant son. I've worked for every penny that I have do you know how much I've left behind in taxes you would be sick if you heard what they take away from me I don't know how much longer I can stay in the state of California if I were a young man I would leave this state I would never stay here but I'm not a young man my family is here my roots are here my friends are here they're not gonna drive me out I'll never leave this state not while I'm alive But these people would like to drive people like me out of the state. Why don't they go after Mark Zuckerberg? Why don't they go after the owners of Google? Why don't they go after the giant billionaires, trillionaires who pay no taxes at all? How can you run a company and earn hundreds of billions of dollars and pay nothing in taxes? And we're hearing that a factory owner should be taxed to death. A small ma and pa yogurt shop should be taxed out of of the state of California by Gavin Newsom in order to provide housing for a filthy, disgusting, dirty, degenerate, drug-addicted, filth bum. That's Gavin Newsom's solution? Is to take the person who runs a little bakery and drive them out of the state of California to pay for a bum's drug use? I am so sick of this, you have no idea. I can't be the only one. I can't be the only one who is sick of these left-wing sickos, most of whom are on drugs themselves. That's why I'm telling you we need drug uh, testing for politicians. We need to make our governors, our senators, our congresspeople pee in a cup every week in order for we the people to understand how they can get away with saying things like this. They're deranged. It makes no sense for them to talk like this. But then again, that's one man's opinion. Let's take some callers on the savage nation. I don't know what you want to talk about. We're, We're jammed out here. There's so many other topics. I was going to talk about CBD What's in your c b d you have no idea what you're what you're putting in your body. if you really knew what was in the CBD you wouldn't be using it unless it was certified uh, and by the way, it should be taken over by the government. I've said this before. Look, I was in the herbal industry. There used to be shysters in the herbal industry who were producing nothing and were selling you hay in a capsule. They were selling you sand in a capsule. No one knew what it was, and then herbal companies came along and they started to do the equivalent of pharmaceutical-grade herbs and became rigorous and safe. It's time for the FDA to take over the cannabis industry. Thank you very much. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Here's a topic that none of the politicians talked about at any of the debates, nor has the President of the United States talked about it. Where does your penicillin come from, your vitamin C, your other drugs, your other over-the-counter products, they come from the United States? Where do your antibiotics, antidepressants, birth control pills, cancer drugs, blood pressure medicines, you think they're made here in the U.S.? You're wrong. They come from China. And there's a big risk right now because we're so dependent on China for medicine and the government is hiding this from you. That with the throwing of a switch, they could cut off your drugs. Even your vitamin C is not made here anymore. I don't know if you know this. It's an important book called China Rx by Rosemary Gibson, who uh, is joining us right now on the Savage Nation. Pay very close attention because neither party will tell you what you're about to hear because all of them are sold out and owned by the lobbyists. Rosemary Gibson... Thank you for being with us on the Savage Nation. Great book.
5: Well, thank you for having me to talk about this very important subject.
0: You know, when I when I looked at your book, I was alarmed enough to see that all of our drugs are controlled by them. But with the um, wide-scale dispensation, uh, or disp- dispensing, rather, of drugs to our military, what if China cut off the antidepressants that are so frequently given out to our sailors and our soldiers. What would happen then?
5: And what happens if we cut off the antibiotics and the medicines needed for surgery?
0: Right. And they own it all, they control it all. There's none of them are made here in the U.S. anymore, Rosemary?
5: Uh, the core ingredients is where China has a chokehold on the global hmm. supply.
0: Most Boy, are they smart. Just like they, they cornered the market on the, the essential uh, elements of our electronics industry. They did so with our drug industry. And it happened literally right under our noses, didn't it?
5: It really did. But I'll tell you, it took a long time to figure this out. I started working on this in 2014. It took three years to figure it out hmm. and to tell the story in China Rx. And I predicted well, there that in yeah. the event of a natural disaster or global pandemic, the United States will stand in line behind other countries.
0: To try to what about what about if we see made it, it, the, the drug labels are also deceptive, aren't they? Some of them make believe they're in other words, they're manufactured in the U.S., but the raw ingredients are coming from China. Is is a lot of the truth, right?
5: Well, it's all over the map. So let's uh, take the medicines uh, needed for uh, caring for people. Say if they have real severe coronavirus and they're in the hospital. Okay. So let's take those medicines. Okay. If you you'll be on, might be on a. Ventilator, mechanical ventilator to help you breathe. You might get go into shock or have a secondary infection. So I was sitting having dinner with a bunch of people that actually make medicines. Mm-hmm. So where do the core chemicals come to make these medicines? Mm. I went around the room. Each of them, they have 100 years experience doing the work they do. And each of them said 90%, 90%, 90%. <laughs>
0: How did we get to this point of letting China take over our prescription drug market, Rosemary Gibson?
5: Well, first of all, nobody wanted to talk about it. And since China Rx came out there's in April 18, there's just no advocacy for it other than the public that's apoplectic about it and our military, because it's been hidden from us. But how it happened was, you know, we went to generic drugs, which have been really a boon for all of us. But then when we opened up free trade with China in 2000 and they joined the World Trade Organization in 2001, I mean, who knew our trade policy would have such an impact? Hmm. So uh, it became... But,
0: but you, Rosemary, this is true about both parties, right? This is not limited to one party or the other. Both of them are owned by the, by the China lobby, right?
5: This is, a, this is across the board. Many mothers and fathers here own this. And it's been hidden and nobody has been able to talk about it.
0: So, l- let's say I use a lot of vitamin C powder, which I have for many, many years. I've known for years that it was made in Japan. It never bothered me because the Japanese are very high-quality drug manufacturing. But by, according to your book, the Chinese are now making most of the powdered vitamin C?
5: What they make is the ascorbic acid. Yeah. The active ingredient. Of course. I, I found it real. There's, none, there's one small plant in New Jersey... Making a specialized ascorbic acid and there's one small plant in Europe and that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. Because there was a time that we made most of our drugs here in America, correct?
5: Absolutely. I call it the industrial equivalent of home cooking.
0: And how now- do we get how do we get control back? Look, the book is so important called China R X, exposing the risks of America's dependence on China for medicine. In some ways this is not hundred percent new to me. I do have a Ph.D. from UC Berkeley, but I have a previous master's degree in pharmacology. So I've seen this happening over the years, which is why I had Rosemary Gibson on the show today. I want America to wake up. Can we do anything about this?
5: Well, sure we can. The first thing we need to do is to uh, bring some of our manufacturing back to the United States for those essential medicines. We don't have to make all of them here. Mm-hmm. We need, you know, basic self-sufficiency. We have a thing called the Strategic National Stockpile that's there for emergencies. Okay. It's, you know, like Hurricane Sandy or something like that. And 85% of that, what's in there, depends on China.
0: Good God.
5: Good thing. So we,
0: you have a chapter called The Vitamin C and Penicillin Cartels. They even control our penicillin raw
5: ingredients? Absolutely. For, yes, this is how China does it. They for, it's not just because China's cheaper. Chinese companies form cartels, they fix the prices, they sell them really cheap, below market, and they drive everybody out. God. And when they got global dominant market share, then they raised the price. And, and
0: That's what they did to our electronics industry originally uh, in, in Japan. They dumped cars, they killed our car manufacturers, and they did the TVs and the electronics dumping again. Now and- China's doing it with, with medicine, with antibiotics, chemotherapies, antidepressants, HIV, AIDS drugs medicines for alzheimer's, parkinson's, birth control, all made in china sold in the us and we all think they're made in the us?
5: Well, there's no real country of origin labeling, it's all obfuscation.
0: Mm. Now that's the beginning of the solution, I think, which is a country of origin labeling. Don't you think that would help?
5: Uh that would help. But um you know, I think the house is burning down and so we've got to put out the fire. So if I had to put political energy into something it's let's bring that some of that manufacturing back here. We have tremendous technology to be able to make medicines here that's much cheaper, less envir- lower smaller environmental footprint at lower cost. We have brilliant minds here. We've got to invest in them. And plus we have to once we do it we just can't put it on the open market. We have to have long-term contracts, say with California public sector employees or you know, the DOD, Department of Defense, or the VA, or the Strategic National Stockpile. Otherwise, China will come in and undercut. So we have to treat it as a national security asset.
0: I agree. Now, I have another, I have another issue here, which is generic drugs. I've always tried to avoid generic drugs my entire life, because I, my former professor was the uh, director of um, research at one of the major American ph- pharmaceutical firms, and he told me generics are generally garbage. And now, according to your book, I'm finding out that most of the generics are made in China and India and they are garbage. Is that true or false?
5: Well, here's the fact is that 9% of our generic drugs now, finished drugs, the pills we take, are made in China. 25% come from India. But India, its generic industry would collapse without Chinese core ingredients. (laughs) So all roads lead to China. Back in the day... There were what was called authorized generics. So the company that made the brand name product went generic. You have that quote authorized generic that was made by that company, same formulation. Okay. Um, Which one is better? Well, what I like is a new startup company up in New Haven, and they're test. They're an online pharmacy, and they test every product before they sell it. They test Mm. batches of each product. Mm Mm-hmm. And if we want, you know, in in, in your book we have to
0: test you in, in I'm sorry it are speaking about China Rx the risks of America's dependence on China for medicine with the author Rosemary Gibson in in your book where you ask "Are drugs from China safe you quoted a longtime industry employee Cheryl Neath who said and I'm quoting I have stopped taking vitamins because the components are mostly Chinese made even if the tablets or capsules are made in the United States and there's minimal oversight of supplements like vitamins that's still true correct
5: that's true, and that's from somebody who worked worked in the industry for more than thirty years.
0: So with, we're literally literally ingesting it's like a Russian roulette. We don't know what we're putting in our bodies anymore.
5: Well, look what happened with the blood pressure medicine that got had carcinogens in them. Millions of that, people around the world got it. They were recall the longest recall I think in FDA history. And it, so is
0: is the rosemary is the FDA not doing its job? Are they involved with the problem?
5: The FDA is part of the problem, but the industry has allowed this to happen. And to me, it's like FAA and Boeing.
0: You have another chapter here, contaminated toothpaste in U.S. hospitals and hotels. What's that about?
5: That was a number of years ago where there was antifreeze put in uh, (laughs) products because it was a cheaper ingredient. Oh,
0: Oh, they put a little diethylene glycol in the toothpaste. Very nice.
5: Just yes, like the member of the pet food, thousands of uh, Americans, they lost their beloved dogs and cats because of pet food that was contaminated with an industrial chemical. Wow. And You know, I can
0: see why there's such a movement in this country of people going back to the earth of growing their own foods, growing their own herbs, and going off all medicines and vitamins altogether. It's a shocker to, to read this book. Well, is the, it, is the Have you shaken up... The FDA with this book, are they coming awake, Rosemary, at all? Are they coming around to you?
5: I will say that uh, in a a year and a half that this book has been out, I've had the privilege of briefing senior-level government officials and testifying on Capitol Hill, and people are shocked. And the sad part is that they are shocked, that people did not know, or those that did know, did nothing to act on it.
0: Hmm. it's a huge topic that's requiring a senate hearing but they're too busy impeaching the president uh in in congress rather than protecting the american people this is an example of of an over politicized uh nation instead of doing the people's work and protecting the people they're attacking the other party both sides in order uh, for personal gain don't you think we should have congressional hearings on this
5: well there have been hearings but we've got to get people to act you know i look at who are the big purchasers of medicines they're the oh hospitals, okay you know yeah and i've done grand rounds at hospitals and i asked the question so why do you contract with suppliers that supply you with substandard medicines that are in persistent shortage why do you mm-hmm. do-
0: and the answer do they have an answer I'm still waiting you're still waiting for the answer well this is a very alarming topic but it's right up my alley because I have used vitamins myself for 40 years. I used to be in the, a consultant to the vitamin industry, and I knew about good manufacturing practices, and I knew about shysters on Long Island who were pumping out pills in garages to make their fortunes, and I was trying to, to alert America to that, and I knew that there were good manufacturers of herbs. I knew there were shysters knocking out pills in Salt Lake City in their, in their toilets, in their garbage, making really junk until eventually the industry cleaned itself up, is this ever going to clean up? Are we ever going to clean the pharmaceutical industry up, do you think, in our lifetime?
5: Well, I've been putting this out as a national security issue. It is. It's not, and it's, a poor quality medicines is not going to get people in Washington out of their chairs, but a national security threat will. You're right. So uh, that's what I've been going with. And regret you, know, a- you, t-
0: you have a chapter, these drugs can reach anyone, including the president. That's very interesting, isn't it?
5: That's right. Well, the medicines we're talking about are used by members of Congress, occupants of the White House and all their staffs and the military. Mm. There was a retired military guy who testified at a hearing. He was testifying as a commissioner in the U.S.-China Commission. And he said, I got contaminated blood pressure medicine. It was, the, came, was made in India. The ingredient came from China. And the mm. ingredient had rocket fuel in it.
0: No, there you go. They had to get rid of it somehow. It's an alarming story and a worthwhile book, and the book is called China Rx by Rosemary Gibson, exposing the risks of America's dependence on China for medicine. Rosemary, boy, you are an investigative reporter of the best kind, if you want to call yourself that. Whatever you call yourself, you're doing, you're doing great work here. It's a shame that both parties are so corrupt that we unlikely to see any changes in the very near future. Thank you so much, Rosemary, w- for being with us. I want us. your
5: listeners to know that we donate proceeds to good causes. No one paid me to do this book. Hmm. Someone said people would pay you not to write it. <laughs> wow. So uh, I hope people will go out and buy it. It's on Amazon. Share it with your family, your friends, your members of Congress, uh, your doctors, your pharmacists. People need to know this and call up your elected officials and say we need to bring our medicine-making back home. We don't want medicines made in China.
0: Good job. Good job, Rosemary Gibson. Thank you for being on the Savage Nation. Look, I just want to tie the, a little knot around this, if I can, before we leave, leave this subject. Uh, can you imagine a national health emergency where we needed penicillin and there was none? Or China cut us off? Can you imagine? Now, I want you to understand why this is happening and how it happened. Take a look at Adam Schiff. Take a look at those on the Senate Intelligence Committee, on the House Intelligence Committee. And take a look at what they've done for the last number of years. Have they once talked about this? No. They've spent all of their time attacking Donald Trump. If you want to know what negligence is, look no further than the Senate Intelligence Committee and the House Intelligence Committees. And you'll understand why this country is sinking into the muck. And it's not because of Donald Trump. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed and learned something from it. And I want to remind you of something that I think is important for you to know. We have over 280 Savage Nation podcast episodes available to you absolutely free. I'll say that again. You can go back into this vast library of over 280 episodes and listen to any one of them or several of them at your leisure. So you never have to be without the Savage Nation. Thank you very much for listening.